to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 343 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. And uh, hi, Jeremy. This is the intro just for you. <laughs> not not in much of a hurry today. So nah, not, not as much of a hurry. No, no, no. Things have been going good. How's your week been? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Nothing. A bit um, cold? Yeah, yeah, a bit cold. Uh, nothing uh, super amazing. I've had an amazing week. <laughs> just saying but but we can get to that we can get to we, that. no let's cover it now let's start it off um yeah so i'm getting used to the idea of uh telling people uh how much i i i charge yep good because that is now 300 dollars an hour at least no oh, it is at the moment and uh, double it that's going it's going well uh so it's a bit mind-blowing for people that don't deal in that world i guess yeah, yeah, and I and I mentioned it to somebody else today who I've been so um, the Kokori um, Startup Accelerator bought a bunch of my like twenty odd hours or whatever. That's right, and split it between the teams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the teams said to me today because I'm helping them out. Their big um, showcase is this Friday. Actually, it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, like tomorrow. Well, tomorrow as we're yeah, recording yeah, yeah. this. And um, anyway, so um, John goes. Uh, so what is your hourly rates? Because we're going to want you for. Pitching, helping us yeah, with our yeah. pitches after this is over. And I said $300 an hour. I said, oh, good. Yep. And they I'm don't, like, They don't okay. blink an eye. Nope. Because God knows what other people are charging. Yeah, true. Uh, but when you're a specialist in the field of whatever the hell you're doing, yeah, I've just upped pumpkin seeds from $13 a seed to 20 People are buying them at $20 a seed. One pumpkin seed. Now, that does sound like a lot to most people. Do but you guarantee it? Like if they no. go, that doesn't. Oh. No, nah, I didn't tell him anything. Here's a pumpkin seed, tough. Okay. So I mean, that's why that guy wants me to grow it. But uh, back to you, yeah. Um, you know, it's people. People will pay what they're willing to pay. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, if you undersell yourself, it's very hard to turn it the other way. Luckily for you, you get new clients. Because yeah, I told you, I think I've told that story on the podcast before where I, I took this woman in America and I was pitching her, oh, yeah, you can get That's my right. services at, um, what was it? I, I think I said 450 New Zealand dollars and she just spent 10,000 US right. yeah. dollars with yeah. another New Zealander and got nothing for Worthwhile, it in yep. five, five days. She still hadn't talked to her. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't do that. So um, I, I've got to improve things there. So, yeah, my newest client is a New Zealand gold medalist. I, I don't think I can say No, I, I wouldn't, but that's no. very cool. Yeah, very cool. Have you spoken to this person? Yes, yes, yes. We had a first coaching session today, actually. Oh, that, yeah. We had a freebie session uh, a few days ago, uh, whatever day and it was. And it sounded good. And I uh, said, you know, you take some time, decide where yeah, you want yeah, to totally. work with me, blah, 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 blah. And she emailed me yesterday and said, yep. And then she booked time today and tomorrow because she's still in quarantine. So yeah. she's getting a lot of work done while she's in quarantine type nice. working this uh, talk out. So, yeah. Very good. Cool, cool. It's pretty epic. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. Because I think uh, once you get in with uh, a sports person of that caliber, I think it's easy for them to spread the word a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, and she was a referral from somebody I've Yeah, before. that's right. So that was uh, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who you know. Uh, I think I told you it was Jonathan, his brother, but it was actually Thomas. No, you did say Thomas. Okay. But on that just that track, just for a moment, I just want to mention a couple of things. Yeah. Did you watch much of the Olympics or any anything? Uh, I didn't really watch any of it or follow anything. For some reason, my sister 
absolutely could not get enough of it. Yeah. Was watching it as much as she could stay away. And we went to mum and dad's on the weekend and my sister was there and she's just like, oh, and she was just telling us about all the marathon runners and what happened previously and what's happening next and who this person is. Then next thing you know, she's watching the Bledisloe Cup with my dad. It was very strange. <laughs> uh, unexpected, but no, she's all over it. Then she goes, oh, the Olympics finishes tomorrow. And an ad came up for the Paralympics. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm sorted. Because they, she said that they paid, I think it was $20 for Sky, for the Olympics package, and it was like 12 sports channels or something for 20 bucks. It was really cheap. Yeah. Anyway, so she's been watching everything under the sun. I <laughs> uh, don't, but apart from I, that... I, I, I watched a couple of things. I Not, saw some bits and pieces. Yeah, I saw some bits and pieces. Um, but I just wanted to point out a couple of things, because the Olympics doesn't mean as much to me these days. And I must admit, after our coaching session today... Um, I, my intrigue is really peaked. Okay. Uh, there's a, I, I learned a lot of stories and stuff today, which cool. we'll obviously learn more as we go on. But anyway, so New Zealand was uh, 13 in the end. Yes, which is yep. an amazing feat, wasn't it? Because I, per well, capita. Yeah, because I'm looking at that. Like South Africa, who you'd think, they're way bigger than us, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. They were number 51. Yeah. And then Afghanistan was 87 equal. Yeah. With 113 other countries that got no medals. Nice. Uh, nice. And the 113, to be fair, is my count going through it. Oh, so I yeah, might have, yeah, yeah. That, Give or take a couple. I uh, might have if if you're going to go fact check that and hit us up about it, don't bother. <laughs> we don't care. Uh, yeah, it's just to get an idea. But that's huge. That, that's just sort of mind-blowing. However, we aren't per capita the best. Oh, we no, come no. about six or seven. Yeah, or I something. didn't think we were, but I think we some... are punching well above our weight. Oh, hell yeah. Um, no, because when you're talking about small, small countries, and I can't remember any of the names of them now, um, they only need one gold and they're already... Oh, there is a... Um, oh, or, yeah. There, or won any medal. There's one of those yeah. weird... Yeah, there is a weird country that got a medal. And yeah. they were like, uh, they were talking about it on Radio Haraki of all things. Yeah. And they were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, which, good on them. But Absolutely I think... good on them. I, I'm assuming because we did so well, that just does a um, confirmation bias loop sort of thing with the high performance sports New Zealand well, I saw there was a news team. story. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline that um, uh, New Zealand paid more than Australia and America paid there. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, their, on their, average, their gold they got... Our gold medalists got 60 grand each. 60 grand, yeah. yeah. Which is more than most others. And and somebody, now you can fact check the hell out of this because I don't know if this is true. This is a hearsay thing. Okay. But if you get a gold medal and you're in Singapore, they'll give you a million dollars. Yes. That think- sounds, it sounds legit to me, but maybe it's not. Yeah, no, I think I saw but, that somewhere as well. But they got none. <laughs> so sticking with the Olympics, yeah, uh, I had a few things here and it all ties in very nicely. Yeah, yeah, it says here Singapore... Um, Oh, no, wrong one. Press that was my one. <laughs> Sorry. So did you know that most of the medals were made from recycled electronics? No, I didn't. So they actually, it tells you the figure here. It's absolutely mental. Uh, so silver was the only one made from its actual pure element, right? But bronze and gold, they could um, grab that. The, the so, so, sorry, when you say grab that, they've, they've melted down or crushed up and melted down electronic, recycled electronics yeah. and pulled the gold out. Gold out of it and the bronze out of it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So gold and silver, um, so the gold medals are not pure gold. That would make them too soft. 
they're actually pure silver with six grams of gold plating per metal. But they're oh. very stable elements, so neither will react with air, but gold is even more stable than silver. If you melted the metal down and soaked it in nitric acid, apparently, the silver would react to become silver nitrate, but the gold would remain stable, meaning you could separate the two metals out. Anyway, it's talking about the cost of what these metals would actually be. What is bronze? Bronze is silver and copper combined, is that right? It's uh, something like that, eh? Don't know. Okay, no, I right. believe you. Carry on. Bronze is usually an alloy of copper and tin. But the bronze metals are an alloy of 95% copper, 5% zinc. It's referred to as red brass. Um, But industrial red brass is different because that's what they use in valves for plumbing. Anyway, 100% of the metals, they've all been recycled. Between 2017 and 2019, they had to donate old electronic devices, which I'm assuming there's a lot floating around in Japan. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So they extracted 32 kilograms of gold, 3,500 kilograms of silver, and 2,200 kilograms of copper from all the metal that they recycled. That's that pretty is cool. actually really, really cool. I'm, I mean, I'm really glad makes you sense. told me that. I'd never yeah. heard of that. But uh, and was... I'm, I don't know if other places do it, because the next Olympics is in fr- Paris. France, yeah, pa- yeah. France. So I don't know. And then the other one, uh, which I thought was interesting, there's a whole article here. But the headline is, Olympic swimming pools are only timed to hundredths of a second because the pools aren't built to the millimetre tolerance necessary to measure thousandths of a second. So when you say that, and you might not know the answer to this, do you mean any Olympic pool or just the ones in Tokyo? Any Olympic pool. So Michael Phelps, Chadley Kloss and Laszlo Chi tied for silver. It was the first ever three-way tie in Olympic history, right? And that's happened and they reckon engineering can explain why there's so many ties in swimming. And he says, while other sports, this guy, this expert, have increased precision for recording times, pools can't do that. Now, it's got an interesting thing here. It said, if we were to time to a thousandth, thousandth of a second, we would cover 2.39 millimetres of travel in that time. So they can't go to that precision. In fact, a very worst case scenario would see that their lane was three centimetres longer or shorter than their competitors. I don't know. They just can't get it that accurate, uh, apparently. Consistently, I guess. Cause not- Is that because of the water in it? No, I reckon it's just the materials. Because other, other, if, you're got, if you're running on a track, you're just timing the person. There's no constraint, really, is there? Whereas they've got a wall to stop at, and if the wall's out by yeah, a yeah. little bit, then it can't be... That accurate across all their pools, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought it would be impossible to get it accurate. I, I, I guess I, I, I believe it would be expensive and like, why would you yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, but, yeah, probably. But not impossible. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, that's, I think that's all I had for uh, the Olympics. This is a great segue. Talking about, uh, pl- you know, using the bronze for plumbing. Yes. <laughs> How do you go to plumbing? I've got down here the, <laughs> the power of the pink paperclip. Um, so. I had the uh, plumber in the other week, and I think I told you this. And he, yeah, yeah, we were talking about it. was gone on the base of the toilet, yeah, so there's yeah. a little bit of a leak around the yeah. base of the toilet. So the plumber comes in, and he fixes it. And so that's great. Okay. But then I start flushing the toilet, and, and it's one of those push-flush things, yeah, yeah. right? And and it kept trickling after I flushed yeah. it. And it was getting and, – and so you'd sort of hold it down and let it go, and then maybe it'll spring back and it'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. And, uh, but it got worse and worse. Okay. And I'm like – it wasn't broken before he came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with a plumber. And because my dad was a plumber, I have this mental thing where I go, 
I can fix it. Yep. I'm not going to fix the bottom part. No, I no. I know about that. But the flush part, I did. So I pulled the thing out, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, okay. There's a um, a round, you know, the hole that the, the water goes down towards the flush. Um, there's a round rubber ring. Yep. And above that is a plate. Now, back in the day, when I were at Lard, mm. it would have been metal. But now it's plastic. Oh, yeah. And it snapped in half. And it's pulled apart. So yes. I'm like, I'm looking at this thing, and they must sell it as a unit, like all yeah. built in. And I'm like, oh. But it's this disc that's sort of snapped nice and cleanly. Yep. Um, but it's got holes all around mm. it. I'm like, okay. So with a pair of scissors, <coughs> um, pliers, and uh, a paper cut, a pink paper clip. I've, oh, my I've, gosh. I've You've MacGyvered it. I MacGyvered it back together, put it in. It's been working for a week now. Perfect. Nice. Very yeah. similar to the toilet I fixed with my mum and dad. Same sort of thing. I fixed the top bit, and then I realised it was still sort of leaking, just going. And there was a washer right at the bottom of that like long, yeah, tall standpipe. So this is the same but thing. that comes undone. You can actually oh, yeah. crack it, and the whole thing comes out as one unit. Oh right. But it's made up of multiple pieces, and then there's this washer on the bottom. But it doesn't seem like it's going to come out. Yeah, because I, I had to unclip the whole thing. The whole thing came out. Yeah, and I. Did it on the kitchen bench, but uh, yeah, it, what uh, what amuses me is that you you ask me to fix a car, no, yeah, not even it, not going to even look, nah. don't ask me, nothing. yeah, I'm pretty like, much the pretty same. Much. But um, certain things you just go, yep, mm. I have no reason for this confidence, but I'm confident I can do that. <laughs> Pl- plumbing is one of those things, I think, because it's just water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go wrong. Yeah, yeah, don't don't get me to do gas. <laughs> Hey, Liam, don't get me to do gas. My nephew Liam is a gas, what do you call it? Gas, gas fitter. Gas fitter, that's a word. All right, I, didn't know, I didn't know he did that. Hi, Liam. Yeah. Uh, very good. I can't remember what I was going to say now. My amazing paperclip story is stumped. Uh. Yeah, it's blown my mind. <laughs> so the Tamahiri market here in Hamilton, uh, it happens once a month, I think, at Tamahiri. And... Uh, um. So like a fruit and veg market? Uh, or what, what all sorts. Oh, like, Everything. Yeah, like a, a street market. Yeah, it's, a, it's, pro- it's probably the best one. It's the best one in, in the Hamilton slash Waikato. It's pretty good if you've ever been to it. I've um, never been. Oh, you should go. It's it got out. food yeah. vendors and all sorts of handmade actual products. Mm-hmm. Very little of any um, junk from China. There's sometimes an old man there that I went there and he was making some sort of organic fertilizer in a bottle from something. He was trying to give it to me. I think he gave me one. Randomly. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was made from now. It was something weird. Well, I'm down that end of town now, so yeah. Should, yeah, just shoot, shoot out shoot, there. Shoot, anyway, shoot, shoot out there. Uh, I saw today that on a Facebook post and then linking to the Tamihiri forum.co.nz, because apparently they've got their own little forum for out that side of town. You would probably if you were that sort of fancy. Their account got hacked. Their Facebook account got hacked. So the market people couldn't tell people what was going on because people took it over. And... They said they had 10,000 followers and they lost all the followers in like a day. So I think the person wiped them out. I don't know what happened. So they've got a new Facebook account if you want to go find that, whatever that's called. But uh, hacking, I think, is sometimes a very loose term because people... Somebody gave the password to somebody else or Yeah, or, or they've got the dumbest password in the world. So there's a woman called Helen on our pumpkin committee. I got an email from her the other day, but she emailed... My, my pumpkin email address for my website, which was weird in itself. And she goes, and the subject was, hello, it's Helen. I was like, okay. I click on it and I was, and she goes, hey, um, I can't reply with my phone at the moment. Can you email me back here? And the 
email program had blocked some sort of massive link or a button. And that's what it was. And I rung her just to see if she got my email about a, a upcoming meeting we've got, actually. And straight away she goes, did you get the email? <laughs> I said, yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah, yeah, now nah, sorting that out. So, uh, yeah, okay. use a password manager, guys. Hey, I'm one shot down. First shot, COVID shot. I got that done on... Oh, right. I yeah, had yeah, to yeah, think yeah, about yeah. that. I was like, what? Yeah, I yeah. Uh, got my first COVID shot on what day? Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, yesterday. I keep forgetting yeah. that people are getting those done because I've had yeah. one for so long now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was at work and... Um, uh, Ming had just got his, I think, the day before. I said, oh, where did you get it? He goes, the base, because I look right, just the, by the base. No, because Jacinda got her one there. Oh, did she? She oh. got her second one there. It was a whole thing. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they've got the, remember. whatever they call it there, COVID vaccination centre. Yeah, it's it's pretty flash. It's pretty cool. So oh, I cool. went up there. I just wandered and I went, uh, I'm a walk-in. And there, was no, there was nobody there. Like, I mean, there were people there. Yeah. There was no queue. And they're all good? And, yep, signed in, went in. Two minutes before yeah. I got jabbed, and then you got to sit there for twenty minutes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, that was all cool. Did they give you a biscuit? Uh, no, um, no. But um, do you see today the news tonight? Uh, no, what's going on? Um, they've just just announced that from from tomorrow, if you're fifty and over, you can book because oh, it right. was fifty five, and then a, I think it's a week later, it's forty, and a week later it's thirty, and so by the end of the month, if you're over sixteen. You oh right, um, but they are saying mm. that you sh- they want everyone to double the time between. So instead of three weeks, it's six weeks. Oh, okay. So I got to. So I had sort of thought, right, I'm getting my second one in three weeks, but I guess I'm going to push that out. Yeah, yeah. They reckon you get a better reaction if you have it longer before the second one. Oh, okay. I cool. didn't know that, but no, that, no. I mean, that's what it said on the news. I don't know if that's just an excuse to go. We're trying spread it to out. yeah spread it out, but that's Maybe. all right. I can wait six weeks, but yeah. So that was good. I mean, that was pretty good. Um, yesterday my arm ached a lot. Oh, I, I say I got it on the I got the pain in the second jab. Yeah. First one was fine. It was the second one, and I think it was more just jamming the needle. In. Like I think after you've done fifty, sixty, hundred people in a day, yeah, the finesse like- is gone. You're just jamming a needle in someone's arm. There you go, mate. Uh, <laughs> You know. Yeah, I can't blame him for that. You know, seriously. Um, and that's all you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. I must say, um, uh, Jolie got her second shot, and she goes, "I tell you what, after the second shot, the second day, she says I got the meanest headache for two yeah. days." Yeah, some but, people it's affecting pretty badly. Um, I was okay, just sore arm, which I think was from the needle more than anything. So if you listen to this and you haven't got a jab, go uh, find one. Go find one. Get one. Get like, a actual. Get it. a proper one. Don't go for those discount ones in the alley from some guy <laughs> who may or may not be legit. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> um, I, oh, so you put down the power cut thing, the power cut issue? Oh, yeah, I just wrote, wrote that down. It's like, do we want to talk about it? Cause yeah, we do. So there's a whole bunch of crap going on. I don't know yeah, if you're yeah. keeping up with what's been going I, on. I, I saw the first bit, but I, you know, I haven't really kept up with so it. So I just saw on Facebook, oh, we've got a power cut. Why do we have a power cut? All these people moaning. And a lot of it was North of Hamilton. That was fine. We, I wasn't affected. Were you? No. Nah. No, nah, all good. And then Well Networks, uh, who is the distribution in the Waikato. Yep. Uh, I used to work for them, uh, and that's fine. And uh, they said we got instructed to shut off power, right, uh, and transpower the national grid, which is, you know. they Government-owned body. Government-owned body. They do a lot of generation, but not all the generation. And they monitor or manage 
distribution is that right no they yeah yeah to the distribution level so they're yeah. higher level they're the like huge the, pylons everywhere yeah like the wholesaler to the yeah. local distribution but the power too. thing when you talk to anybody in it they use a million acronyms it makes no sense and they're all buying electricity at spot prices 24 hours a day it's yeah. all sorts of batshit crazy and the normal spot price i think is two thousand dollars or something it, it when that happened the the everyone using the power and that cold snap it spiked to like 200,000, 250,000. So there's a couple of small uh, companies, uh, Electric Kiwi and Flickr, the two I can think of off the top of my head, they're saying, look, you've got these big companies like Genesis and Meridian and that going, hey, we've got really cheap power, everything's great. Oh! But they, on the other hand, they also generate. They've got wind farms and hydro and all sorts of stuff. And they're like, look, they need to be split like what they did with Telecom back in the day. They need to have generation separate from the retail because some of the retailers have this unfair advantage and when they do reporting anyway so then that all happened lots of people didn't have power it was a very cold night not very good yeah i think the biggest problem was nobody got any warning the lights just went out you know no no they didn't get warning but trust uh transpower had told all the people like 24 hours ahead we think we're going to have rolling things so when they do that... That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The the consumer got no warning. No, no. But I don't yeah. think there's much of a mechanism apart from here's a Facebook post. What else? How else True. are they going to get hold of me? Anyway, the next day, while networks were super quiet, they didn't say anything. And I was like, this is a bit weird. But what actually happened, according to them, they finally spoke because I think they were waiting for TransPower to say something. All the while, the uh, energy minister's like kicking up a stink and going, everybody must tell me what's going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you, to yeah. some degree you can't blame them. Like, no, no, What are no. they going to do? Yeah. But the thing is, when they shed load, there's a couple of options. So a lot of these other crowds, they just turn off hot water. It's called ripple relays. Everybody's got their smart meters or an old relay. They send out a signal, and the signals tell um, houses when to turn the hot water on and off. And it's happening all the time. That's how they control load. So your hot water cylinder can hold hot water for whatever, 12 hours, 24 yeah. hours, or whatever. But they're turning off and on, and usually that's during the night, right? Uh, so these other places just switched off hot water, and that shed their load. Well, networks did, nah, we got a cut. But they come out and said, TransPower told us a figure, in megawatts I think it was, and said, you have to shed this amount. And they went back apparently two or three times and said, are you sure that's the right amount? Yes, that is what you have to shed. In reality, they only had to turn off like 1,200 homes. Uh, that's what they should have done if TransPower had given them the right figure. How but, many did they turn off? Uh, 13,000, I think. Jeez. Anyway, it was a big chunk. And they're like saying, hey, we, we're doing what we're told. They sent out this alert to us. Uh, I don't know how much truth yeah, in it. But- it was interesting because I, I watched a bit of the, the, the political side of it and the guy, you know, the the opposition's like, you know, we're asking for the resignation of the Ministry of en- Energy and all that. That's so, like, yeah, but, oh, the crap. but National Look. are the ones that split it from the government-owned agencies to then get, you know, go, know. Oh, it's mental. They, they got a very short memory and they just go on the that defensive. It's all politicians, not no, one yeah, side oh, or totally, the other. Yeah, all yeah, totally, politicians. totally. It's crazy. But yeah, but my, my point of view in that is it happened once. That's okay. 
if if we fix this and we don't have another problem, we're all good. Oh, yeah. If they keep screwing up, then we've got a problem. Do you remember when Auckland had no power for, what was it? It was like three months uh, or something. Uh, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. It, was, it was a long time ago, but, you know, somebody cut the power to Auckland for three months. Yeah. And they had generated. And it was <laughs> a joke around the world. Uh, we're not there. We're not at that point. I think that when that happened, that's when one of the substations went down. Oh yeah, no, it was it was like in the last was it ten years, twelve years? Yeah, it was fifteen years ago, maybe. I think I was at Well Networks then, and it was a, like a U shackle broke, like it was one U shackle holding up a cable or a uh, insulator, and it broke off, and that's when they were like, oh, yeah, that's what that's right, stuffed them up. <laughs> yeah, redundancy. Hmm, this is mm, the word. Redundancy. Have you heard about Geronimo the alpaca? No, I feel like I should have. Oh, you should. It's worldwide news. Like, seriously, Google it. He's a very cute black alpaca in yes. lo- uh, outside London, Can I think. Can you write it? it? In, in, in UK. No, but he is from um, here in New Zealand. Um, okay. Not so far, he's from the Waikato. I forgot where now. So he's been on his OE. He's, yeah, he's on his OE. He's been over there because the, the local uh, alpaca farm sells them all around the world. He's over yeah. there. He's a show-winning alpaca. Okay, yeah. Really cute. Good, good. And they've tested him, and they said, oh, he's got, um, what do you call it? AIDS. Bovine tuberculosis, which is as close as you, you can get to AIDS. So we're going to kill it. We got, <laughs> Hang we're on, do kill- they tell people this? Yeah, no, uh, uh, your alpaca has got bovine uh, yeah, tuberculosis. Yeah. We've got to kill it. And they said, so there was an interview on the news, but this is literally, if you Google it, there's news around the world about Geronimo the Alpaca. Okay. There are marches in London. Good. Retest Good. Geronimo. Retest Geronimo. Because they're like, this is ridiculous. She's like, look at him. It's not coughing. Like, there's no... But is that a symptom? I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm assuming and, it is. And I'm, is, is this one of those bad things saying, that can spread? Well, they're saying, if Geronimo is destroyed... And the post-mortem test comes back negative. <laughs> there will be hell to pay. The government will fall. <laughs> you imagine if that is the thing that brings down the UK government. Yeah, Brexit was fine, but Geronimo, oh my God. <laughs> Boris is going to turn up and try and save it and accidentally chop its head off and go, oopsie. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I Googled it just before actually to see if he'd been put down because that was a... Couple of days ago yes. that I heard all that, but there's no new news, so I don't. Okay, know if there's an update, we will let you know. I don't even. Have you heard of Wilson Edwards? Um, no, no, you I'd, probably haven't. No, probably haven't. So Wilson Edwards, the Swiss scientist, went on record saying mm. that COVID nineteen did not come from a lab in Wuhan, and um, and China thought this was great news and was reposting this everywhere. Put it on uh, websites, put it on – are we still going? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, put it on websites, put it everywhere. So that's cool. Does this person not exist then? No. <laughs> the, the Swiss government believes Wilson Edwards does not exist and has been posting on Twitter saying, hey, um, if you are Wilson Edwards, please get in touch. We'd love to know who you are and what the hell's going on. And then uh, China's quietly removed all posts referring to oh Wilson my gosh. Edwards. <laughs> I just cracked me up. I was like, oh, i got to talk about that. That's hilarious. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> yeah, not subtle at all and really dumb. But I do love... 
the way the Europeans handle some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, they, they just use sarcasm so well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. uh, what was it? The I can't remember exactly what it was, but the, the guy, some mayor of in, um, in uh, the US went on about what Denmark does. Yeah. And this Denmark guy, the, the president, gets on uh, Facebook or something, just on a video, and just rips the guy apart. Just fact checking him, like just and but really tongue in cheek and really funny. Yeah, they crazy. They're good at that stuff. No, that's very good. Uh, I found this article. It's completely doesn't. It's random. It doesn't fit anywhere in this There's lineup. No, no. <laughs> uh, it's from 1999 as well. So it's a very old article. But uh, I don't even know how I found it. I don't even know what this website's about, to be honest. But I know what the blog this blog post is about. But basically. Amiga, the game system from back in the day, mm. was so good. Uh, it was flexible, integrated video-friendly hardware with everything. It's tight, efficient, multitasking operating system that could be found. And I don't know how much stuff they still use it for. I'm guessing not much, but they could use it for stadium scoreboards, interactive kiosks, agriculture irrigation systems, flight schedule displays at Atlanta's Hartsfield International Airport. It was run from a, an Amiga. And uh, NASA used it a lot for the shuttle program. Because I think that's really what the... Oh, I'm going to forget what the name was. What's the little circuit board you buy? Arduino. Arduino, Amiga yeah. was like the original Arduino yeah, before yeah. they that's right. made the Arduino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because um, the ZX Spectrum was a little bit like that. It wasn't as good. Yeah. But, but it was one of the first that had some things... To get it, like mm. it had color. I was like, "What? This one's got color." Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Amiga. I remember when the Amiga came out; it was a game changer. So um, I couldn't. Yeah. Well, they basically Amiga made a slightly modified special version, I think, for NASA. But um, yeah, they looked at the PC and the hardware architecture was so bad uh, compared to what is now. It couldn't do a bunch of stuff. They didn't think it was going to be reliable, and um, he brought out one of the Amiga 1000s and they played with it. And this guy goes, this is great. Uh, it can do what we want. And uh, this whole article is just talking about how they used it. Um, there's like seven are online assigned to operational support. Six are dedicated to routing data to remote space centers. And another six were reserved for hardware and software development. That's what they initially got. Uh, here's a photo of these guys. Look at those guys. They look like hackers if I ever saw them. Look at them. Oh, my God. They look like half the people I work with at Telecom that works in the exchange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Just think of some basement dweller. Uh, dude, if you've seen uh, Silicon Valley, it's that yeah, guy yeah. John in it. John in the, the, yeah, with a long ponytail. Yeah, um, yeah so um, it's interesting because, and I've said this before, but um, I'll say it again because I'm old. But, yeah, back in the day, your coding had to be so clean yeah. because there was no excess memory space. You know, like you ran the whole game in a 64 kilobyte, kilobyte memory card. Like, And That's there was right. no hard drive to pull more data. You had to load the whole thing in, and it had to live and work through that 64K. Yes. Yeah. And, and you think about that now, it's actually – 
mind-blowing. I know, especially you know? with these phones that we cut around uh, to yeah. use. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the mine's only time. got 8 gig. It's not good enough. You know, like, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So there we go. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, so what's coming up? I so don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that I've got don't, coming up. I, hang on. This is what I think you're doing. You're going to present at a women's conference. Yes, 21st you, September. You're going to run around naked in the bush with some... Uh, are you doing that? The... Uh, Aren't you doing the? Um, I'm not sure what you're talking about now. I don't I'm, know what I'm, you're talking I'm about. I'm literally now. making it up. But aren't you? <laughs> no, aren't you going on some sort of retreat to improve yourself? Are you oh, still doing I that? am doing that. Yes, uh, yes, that's in September as well. Yep. Um, yes, Piha. I'm out Piha. Nice. And I'm also. I've tomorrow. Uh, we've got the Kokri, um showcase. If you're interested in startup accelerators or anything like that. Just search Kokiri, K-O-K-I-R-I, yep. Kokiri um, Startup Accelerator. You can watch it online. It's live stream. Nice. These presentations are going to be epic. Are you worried? I've spent a lot of time. Are you worried about any guys. of the presentations? Well, let's say From there's an one guy who is a, um, a student, oh. and today I was like, you need to cram and cram hard. And he goes, yeah, I know. That's what I do. No, I'm yeah, like, it's the worst. God. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> makes you feel old. But most of the others, really, really, really good. Nice. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah, so I'm looking busy, forward busy. to that. So, yeah, no, things have been pretty busy. Um, and I'm still doing the kids in the mornings. Yep. Uh, tomorrow morning, I've got improv games with uh, eight to ten-year-olds. So that'll be cool in Canada. So Excellent. Technology is the best, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.